The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Alrighty, everyone. Welcome to the Barca Blogonas podcast. My name is Josh. Hope you all are having a wonderful week. Uh, it is one day, about 24 hours before Barcelona will take on Atletico Madrid in their return. I don't know why I said return. In their return from international break. Um, this is a uh, an interesting match for a lot of different reasons, like we'll talk about later. Um, in terms of the table, this match doesn't have that much of a significance to it uh barcelona with a win can only really move up to like sixth place because again they're behind on fixtures um they they need some sort of positive result as we'll talk about in a little bit um for atletico they are currently three points off of the top with two matches in hand um so if they win this match they will be tied for first with real sociedad with a match in hand um in terms of player news, there's a little bit to go through. So Luis Suarez had his second positive COVID-19 test, so he is officially out for this match. Um, there was a bit of hope during the midweek that um, that his his test that was taken while he was on international break with Uruguay was going to come back as a false positive and that he might have a shot to play. However, with the second test coming back positive on Wednesday, it looks like he is going to be out for this match. And then for Atletico fans, it looks like he will be out next week for their Champions League match as well. Um, Busquets and Fatsi are out. The uh, Young and Pjanic is probably going to be the midfield pairing we get to see, which I'm very excited about. Um, we've talked about Sergio Busquets and his... Um, he's had his, you know, some positive moments this season, but I think I think it's safe to say, like, he's obviously in a different stage of his career. He hasn't looked necessarily all that comfortable in Kuman's system. Um, it's going to be fascinating to see De Young without... Uh, Without, without Busquets in the midfield and seeing Pjanic hopefully starting, um, it's gonna. I, that's a pairing that I don't necessarily know how it's going to work out in terms of the logistics of it, but I'm excited to see it, and I'm excited to see Barcelona without Busquets just from a um, from a tactical perspective, I guess, because I think Busquets's place in the team was out of respect. I think it was a little bit out of past performances, but I. Like I mentioned, I think he's in a latter stages of the, a different stage of his career, not necessarily worthy of being the uh, a first team midfielder in big games. Um, Coutinho is going to be back. He's going to be fit for the match. I'm not necessarily sure if he's going to start or not, uh, but he was definitely someone they need back with with Fatsi out. Like you need more attacking options, obviously. So Coutinho's presence will be back. Um, Jason Pettigrove wrote a really good piece on BarcelonaBlogrenas.com this week talking about Antoine Griezmann and uh, the importance of this match for him. Obviously, he's going against his former team, the team that earned him a lot of money, that earned him fame and notoriety as one of the best strikers in the world, deservedly so. 
So it's significant for that reason. Uh, then it's also significant for the reason that I mentioned earlier with Fatsi being out. Like Barcelona need every ounce of attacking, um, attacking power and presence they can get. And like we've chatted about pretty much in every episode since since Griezmann's uh, arrival at Barcelona, like the emphasis that they place on him in the attack is important. And it'll be fascinating to see how he plays against a team he knows so well. Obviously, they've changed since he's left, but um, he knows he, he knows the Atletico Madrid system. And so his presence in this match is going to be huge. Um, we're probably going to see some sort of... I, I'm really interested in the starting lineup. So on the site, barcelonas.com, um, we did a how Barcelona will line up against Atletico Madrid. A possible starting lineup uh, from the midfield forward was a Pjanic, De Jong, Dembele with Messi, Pedri, and Griezmann up top. Uh, sign me up, please. Uh, this doesn't have Coutinho in it, but I think you would expect Coutinho to be a substitution. Um, Pedri has played well. And... I really want to see Usman Dembele in this game, so I, I hope this uh, this sort of predicted starting 11 is true. Uh, we've talked about Dembele and the interesting aspects of um, whether you're going to sell low on him this winter or next summer or if you want to re- sort of rehabilitate him. Uh, I hope this is some sort of start of consistent playing time, especially with Fatsi being out. Uh, maybe slot Griezmann, or um, excuse me, slot Dembele in a bit of those roles. Um we also need to talk a little bit about Lionel Messi. So over the international break, I wrote a couple of the articles, but it was, you know, covered in the tabloid and in the press, uh, a lot about the people around Antoine Griezmann and the thoughts they have about Lionel Messi and Lionel Messi and Antoine Griezmann's relationship. Um, so Griezmann's advisors made some comments about Messi being the problem. I can't remember Griezmann's advisor's name. Uh, talked about Messi being the problem in the relationship between the two. Messi wasn't a huge fan of the signing. Apparently, things are frosty. Yada, yada, yada. I Listen, I, uh, I wasn't really going to bring this up. I wasn't going to pay much attention to it on the podcast. And then, uh, and then Messi chimed in a little bit, kind of, sort of. Um, he said, quote, I'm tired of always being the problem of everything at the club. And I can't remember if this quote was in a direct response to someone asking him about Griezmann's advisor's comments. I'm actually going to click around and try to look for this. Um, nevertheless, like it's interesting that, uh, that he felt the need to say that, I guess. Okay, here's the, uh, here's the, here's the article. Um, Messi was asked about the comments made by Antoine Griezmann's former advisor and replied, I'm tired of always being the problem of everything at the club. Um, and that was, of course, after the advisor said that, and Eric Olhatz is, is his name. Uh, he talked about how session training hard or training sessions are structured to or to please certain people. And this has been something, and I haven't heard this under Kuman, but this is something pre Kuman, you know, under Valverde and Setien, um, that there were, that training sessions were structured in such a way that the younger players didn't necessarily need, or um, excuse me, some of the veterans of the club, you know, the Suarez's, the Busquets, the Messi's, the, um, the PK's, weren't necessarily under the same training regiments and fitness regiment that the younger players were under. 
So I don't necessarily know if this information or this um, this thought from Eric is outdated or if under Kuman sort of the and it, it, Kuman doesn't strike me as the type of person based off what we've heard about him. Um, some of the militaristic quotes that have been attributed to his training sessions that he would necessarily let someone like Neil, Lionel Messi off the hook, although he did take, I think, today's training off along with uh, De Jong and Pjanic uh, to, to rest ahead of the Atletico Madrid match. I don't necessarily see this being true, although, like, you know, who cares if uh, if Messi tricks, takes training a little easier? I, I don't know. Um, that's like a, I don't know, man. You just, like, Messi's different, and <laughs> you just got to get over it. Uh, Messi saying he's tired of always being the problem of everything at the club was like a, that's kind of the most vocally negative thing I've heard him say recently. Um, and... You know, this is something that's going to be written about and talked about leading into the Barcelona presidential elections. But, like, the biggest priority for whoever is elected president of Barcelona is to keep Lionel Messi. Um, whatever they might say about winning, blah, 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 whatever. Like, you have to keep Messi in a Barcelona kit. There's just no there's no way around it. And how Messi feels about how he's being perceived, his reputation, his legacy, all that stuff is important. And uh, to hear... Him saying he's always he's tired of always being the problem of everything at the club is um like you know it's end of November um you know we're T minus six months till the Messi contract stuff is really like uh, really on the it's obviously on the front burner now but until like until it starts boiling over I should say um yeah that's kind of all I got uh, this Atletico Madrid match is obviously very important for. La Liga tiebreakers and all of that, but I think it's more so important. Like if if you know if you're going to play Atletico Madrid without Luis Suarez, as disappointing that is from a fan and a um, observer's perspective, like Barcelona need to take advantage of that. They need to win this match. Uh, it'll be fascinating to see how the midfield works. That's the part I'm most excited to watch and observe is how the midfield plays without Busquets um, clogging things up sometimes i i hate speaking ill of busquets because he's a club legend and has done great things but sometimes it did feel like things were a bit clogged up defensively and offensively with him in the midfield so i'm interested to see pianich's role in that how he interchanges with the young and uh, hopefully we get to see some dembele some continue action hopefully griezmann performs and uh yeah there's a lot to keep an eye out for so be sure to subscribe to the podcast if you have not done so apple podcasts Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, all of the places, Overcast. And um, yeah, I will talk to you all next week. Thanks. Thanks.